Blog Talk Radio. You think you know me? Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to this episode of the Big Dog Yard. The yard is open and I'm off my lease. It's been a minute. Um, needless to say, you know, life gets in the way, people. Um, the dog has had a lot of uh, things going on and has not been able to just arrange the time to do this. But I decided to take this time... Um, because I felt, you know, things rumble in my spirit and, you know, things start just bothering me. I need to speak about it. So let's get right into this one. You saw the topic. You saw the title. You don't agree with everything I say or believe, then I'm going to delete you. I've just been over the last, I'd say over the last year, but definitely within the last few months, I've been seeing people on Facebook, um, mostly on Facebook, pretty much as people offer their opinions and the first thing they say or the last thing they say is if you disagree with me, you can delete me. Or they'll they'll state something and they say, if I see somebody post a different opinion, I'm going to delete you. And, you know, I just don't, I just don't get it, people. I don't get it. When did we get to the point when having different opinions means you can't be friends? And that's a whole other show. Friends is a whole other show. I actually I want to do a show about friends. And what does that mean? Because that word, you know, Facebook friends, you know, has that Facebook has made people think that friends are, you know, someone you talk to and someone someone that you just because you know somebody doesn't make them your friend. And so you got people on social media that, you know, I'm going to unfriend you because we disagree. And, you know, I've I've always been of the mindset that, yes, as a friend, you should have some similarities, some some maybe some core beliefs that y'all can hang your hat on together. But where does it say that you got to you got to agree on every little thing and even some big things, you know, of course, the hot topic now for people to be upset about is gay marriage and whether or not you agree with gay marriage or you support gay marriage. So, you know, you got the people, you have people who, you know, when gay marriage was declared legal by the Supreme Court, you know, did the rainbow thing on their timeline. And some people did not. And some of the people who did not got some backlash. And it was basically, oh, you must hate gay people. Why why do you think why do you think that? Because because I didn't follow behind what everybody else was doing and put a rainbow on my timeline means I hate gay people. 
mean, do you see the? Do you, I mean, do you see the madness? That's the jump from I'm not following behind you to you hate gay people. How, how does that happen? But see, that's where we are now. If you don't agree with me, then we're not friends. I mean, what is the second grade? Because that's where that kind of stuff happens. Kindergarten, first, second grade. Oh, you don't want to play this game. You know, I want to play high and go seek. Hide and seek. Black people growing up, it was high and go seek. But anyway, kids say, I want to play one game. Another kid say, I want to play another game. Oh, we're not friends anymore. And then the next day, you are. That's, I mean, that's where we are with, with adults. These, these are adults mostly doing this. Oh, I disagree with you or you disagree with me, so I'm going to delete you. You know, people were posting about Caitlyn Jenner winning the uh, Courageous Award, the Courage Award, Arthash Courage Award at the, at the ESPYs, and some people disagreed with it and said that there were other people they felt were more worthy of the award, and people went off. Oh, I'm going to delete you. You hate transgender people. This is terrible. I mean, it's the same. It's the same madness as people who get into fights over who's better. I mean, fist fights over who's better, Jordan or Kobe, or Jordan or LeBron, or the Lakers. Who's the best team ever, the Lakers or the Celtics? And people get into fist fights over that kind of stuff. This is these are social media fist fights because you feel like one person feels like Caitlyn Jenner is a hero. Another person feels like the hero, you know, that should have went to the young lady that had that had cancer that was playing basketball that passed away. I mean, she's playing ball despite fighting a disease that she knows is probably going to kill her. And yet she continued to play ball. She continued to to be an upbeat person. She continued to try to be an inspiration for some people. I think that's courageous. Some people, you know, some people feel, well, for Bruce Jenner to decide at this stage in his life to become Caitlyn Jenner is also courageous. Okay. I don't agree. But I'm not, that doesn't mean I hate Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner. It doesn't mean I hate her, him, her. I'm still struggling with that, but it doesn't mean I have anything against him or her. I don't. Honestly, I could care less. It's not putting any money in my pocket. It's not helping my family. But we getting all upset about a celebrity that hey, y'all ain't gonna never meet, and it's not an everyday situation. Somebody getting cancer is like an everyday situation. I mean, there's you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who hasn't, who's not related to, or is close to somebody who has either died from cancer, is fighting cancer, or has beaten cancer. You'd be hard-pressed to find that person, in my opinion. So that, I mean, that affects, you see somebody on TV who's in the public eye who is fighting this disease but still making it, that's something that could happen to you. That's something that could happen to your family. That's something that could happen to, you know, your mother, your father, your sister, your, your kids. And that's not to say that, you know, somebody in your family couldn't become, couldn't decide to identify as a transgender person, but let's, let's be real. 
at this stage of the game, somebody getting cancer is is more likely to happen. So it's more real to people. But because, you know, someone says Caitlyn Jenner didn't deserve the award or you hate transgender people, I'm deleting you. Now, I'm not talking about the people who get on there and it's, oh, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, calling, calling her all kinds of names and this, that, and other thing. You know, but at the same time, somebody posted a picture of Caitlyn Jenner and was like, doesn't she look beautiful? And somebody said, no. Oh, you're a horrible person. Oh, 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 oh. So now we can't even say what we find attractive anymore because that's what that means, right? That's what that means. If you say, doesn't she look beautiful, you're asking me, do I find this person attractive? If I say no, that doesn't mean I hate that person. I'm telling you what my what I when I'm looking at, I'm not attracted to. Period. Doesn't really matter if it's a, a transgender person. There are plenty of women who were born women, who are still women, who identify as women, who are, who someone could look at and say they're not attractive. Then we're just being mean, of course. But when you say a transgender person is not attractive, now you're being hateful. I mean, I got news for you. Every transgender person is not a nice person. Every gay person, every lesbian, they're not all nice people. They're not all attractive people. And you don't have to like every last one of them. It's like you don't have to like every black person, white person, tall person, short person. I mean, everybody is different and everybody's personality is different. So if I don't like, if I don't find Caitlyn Jenner attractive, doesn't mean I hate transgender people. It means Caitlyn Jenner is not attractive to me. You know, D.L. Hughley got some 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 backlash because, you know, somebody you know he he basically was like he he finds Serena Williams more attractive than Caitlyn Jenner. And people were going crazy. They like, Serena's built like a man. No, Serena is built like a woman. Amazon, if you want. I mean, it's to each his own, right? When do we get to the point where, again, if you find something attractive, doesn't mean I have to find it attractive. doesn't mean I have to belittle it either, but it's simple. You find this person attractive. Nope. And I'm done. Now, if you start asking questions, well, why not? You don't really want to, I mean, don't, you know, don't go too deep because then you're going to hear something, okay, you don't like it. But the, the bottom line is, no. Just like here, try, try this soda or try this food. Do you like it? No, I don't. And I suppose now get upset, you know, because you didn't like a particular food or your food races. I mean, you know, this is how this, this is where we've gotten to now. I mean, there's a difference between hate speech and hating people and just not liking something, which we're still allowed to do. But you got people that's just, you know, flat out, oh, if you don't agree with me or agree with what I support, we can't be friends. How juvenile. How juvenile. We used to celebrate differences. It was okay to be different because that's what set you apart from the crowd and that's what made you made certain people great because everybody can't do it. 
you know, separate themselves from the other people. And you see guys that are in Division One that go to the NBA, they separated themselves from some of their counterparts who you will never hear about again. You know, dudes on the Kentucky roster that made it to the national championship, some of them got drafted. We know about them. Dudes on the end of the bench, they may never play ball again. You know, where anybody really gives a dang on what their name is. So they separated themselves. We used to be okay with people being different. Now, if somebody's different, we have to, you know, we have to be tolerant, which is fine. We have to be accepting, which is fine. But then we have to allow them to change how we feel or what we think or what we want to do. And if we don't, then we're being hateful. If you get invited to a gay wedding but you don't support gay marriage and you don't go, you're being hateful. You're not being hateful. You are not. You don't believe in it. You're not going. Why would they want you there in the first place? That's like going to a heterosexual wedding, but you, you hate. Why would you go? Why would you want to take that energy and why would they want it there? You wish them well. You wish them happiness. I don't agree with. I personally, I mean, I'm not. I'm saying the person can say I don't agree with what you're doing. Therefore, I'm not coming. However, I'm not going to. You know. If I see you guys together, I'm not going to tell you, you know, you're not allowed to be around me, this, that, and other thing. I mean, there's a difference. There's a huge difference. But we don't, we've, gotten to, we've gotten so soft in this country. It's my way or the highway all the time. I mean, I have, a, I have a friend, and I call him my friend because we are friends. I have a friend who does not eat uh, beef at all. His family, him and his family, they haven't eaten beef in years. And you know, we had a we had a work cookout a few years ago, and we were you know people we had to have two grills. We had one grill, you know, that we cooked the chicken and chicken, you know, all the chicken products on, and the other grill we cooked all the beef products on. And then, you know, there were some people there that was like, "What's the big deal?" We were like, "Well, you know, he doesn't eat any, you know, they don't eat any kind of beef. So even beef residue, they don't want to deal with." And that's okay. I support him. So when we, you know, we've eaten dinner out as a family, my family and his family, we've eaten out together. And my plate was full of, I had hamburgers, I had some, you know, I had some, some, some other meat, and he had turkey, he had fish. And we sat there talking like, I mean, we didn't look at each other's plate like, well, you know, man, if you really love me, man, you need some ribs. And he didn't look at me and say, well, if you really love me, you put that pig down. I mean, None of that was going on. The things that we have in common keep us together, more together than the things we, we that we're different about pull us apart, which becomes, to me, a definition of friendship. Like I said, that's a whole other show. It's more important for you to have your way than for you to be friends with somebody. If you if you can delete somebody off of Facebook just because they disagree with you. Now again, I'm not talking about the people that just go all in on me because I have a friend. I had a friend, and I don't. I mean, I can't even. I I'm not even sure if we're still friends, but I had a a guy I went to school with. I went to college with. I thought we were pretty good friends in school. 
We were Facebook friends for a while, and then he started saying some of the most ridiculous and crazy and downright racist stuff about um, President Obama. And I put up with it for a little while because, you know, again, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But it got out of hand. It got to the point where I didn't feel comfortable with what he was saying, and I wouldn't have felt comfortable. You know, it seemed like the veil had been lifted, and I was seeing a part, of, a, a piece of him I had never seen before, a side of him I never saw before, and it made me really uncomfortable. So I decided it was best that we not be friends on Facebook anymore because some of his posts, of course, were going to show up in my timeline. No, I'm not doing it. Now, I'm fine with him having his opinion. He didn't have to like Barack Obama. Nobody has to like, you know, nobody who didn't vote for him needs to not, needs to like him because I like him. But when you start saying things like it's okay, you know, he needs to be assassinated and that you hope something happens to his wife and if, if something, you know, somebody made a, a really nasty comment about his daughters and you basically co-signed it, okay, you've gone too far. Once you stop talking about his policies as a president and start talking about him as a man and his family, who is always off limits as far as I'm concerned, and then as soon as you mention his skin color, you're going too far. And it's not about me disagreeing with your opinion. Now I'm trying to stop you from being a racist and threatening somebody's life. That goes beyond my opinion. Hell, I didn't like George Bush, even one of them. And I was a kid when Reagan got shot, and I was upset, and he, he was the president. He wasn't the white president. He wasn't their president. He wasn't the Republican president. He was the president, and the president got shot. I was upset. Like I said, I was a kid in the 80s, early 80s. But I was upset because the president had been hurt because he's the leader of our country. And I was a kid who understood that. So as a child, if I can understand that if the leader of our country is threatened, we are all threatened, how come these jackasses who are mostly grown can't understand that by thinking it's, by saying it's okay to assassinate or to disrespect the office of the president because this man is in there? Why, how am I going to stand by and allow it? So no. You have your, that's your opinion. You say he's a bad president, that's your opinion. But when you start calling the president a nigga and a tar baby, that's not an opinion. That's you, that's your belief, granted. Now, this is a belief, but now the belief is backed up by some hatred. It's not about facts. Now, if you say he's a bad president, you can give me numbers, you can, you know, you can, you can make an argument. But if basically you're just like, well, he's a nigga. Some people say, well, that's a fact. He's black, so he's a nigga. Okay. But that's fueled by hatred, and therefore it's not about an opinion anymore. It's about trying to control somebody and trying to trying to possibly hurt somebody. And I can't condone that. And nobody should condone that. Anyway. You know, some of it is... You know, the people who were oppressed at one time are now becoming oppressors. What are you talking about, dog? Well, you know, again, I have, and people get mad when I say this, 
gay marriage, whatever. I could care. I don't care. I really don't care what you consenting adults do. As long as they're not hurting other people, I don't care. If two men want to get married and them getting married is not going to hurt, and I mean physically, or, you know, they're not, they're not causing any damage to, to people or, 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 you know, they're not bothering nobody. I don't, I don't care. Two men want to get married. I don't care. I really don't. I'm not saying I don't care about them as people, but, I mean, I don't care that they're gay. Just whatever. You're grown. Do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting nobody. But then as a Christian, I have been watching and hearing other Christians get attacked by gay rights advocates because, you know, Christians are the most hateful group on the planet, and sometimes we can be, even to other Christians. So I understand but then to, to to have a conversation with somebody, and then as soon as they mention that they're a Christian, are you just jumping on them? Isn't that exactly what you didn't want us to do or them to do to you? If you're saying, if, if you can attack somebody just for being a Christian, even though they have not said anything to you, well, I know what you think. You don't know what anybody thinks until they open their mouth. Not all Christians act the same way. Jesus said... They draw nigh to me with their lips, but their hearts are far removed from me. So many people say they're a Christian. And, of course, you know, there are a lot of different things that people say will make you a Christian. The only thing that makes you a Christian is that you believe in Jesus and that he's coming back and that, you're gonna, that, you're, that you've been baptized and that, that you believe he died for your sins, he's coming back, and that, you know, there are teachings that you try to follow. We all mess up. I know I mess up every single day. And the fact that I do and I'm still here is part of my faith. So, but if somebody says to you, you know, you're having a conversation, you're a gay person, and somebody's having a conversation with you, and suddenly in that conversation it comes up that they're a Christian, and now your face gets all hard, and now you're angry, now you don't want to talk to them because Christians are this. But if that same Christian has said, well, all gay men are this, then they're intolerant. See, the oppressed have become or trying to become the oppressors because, and unfortunately, folks, black folks, we got the same issue because every time something happened to us, it's racist. And I, listen, I'm not, I'm not downplaying Black Lives Matter. I'm with it. Are the police killing us in, you know, more than anybody else? Absolutely. Absolutely. But when's the last time you marched down the street saying Black Lives Matter after you heard about the two, you know, two people getting shot in North Philly or Kensington or West Philly? How come you're not marching down the street talking about Black Lives Matter? Because, see, even, even to the Black Lives Matter movement, black lives don't matter when they're taking other black lives. And as painful as it is for, for, for people to, to admit it, We'll listen to it as long as black folks, and I'm a black person, as long as we're killing each other like we have no respect for life, how in the hell are you going to ask the people who are policing us to have respect for us? You don't care about the bull sitting on the porch next to you. You'll just as soon shoot him for having a different opinion as you will walk right past him. But then when a cop show up, you want to jump bad with him, 
because you don't have respect for authority, you don't have respect for other life, but the cop can defend himself. The cop got a taser, the cop got a bully, a billy club, he got a gun. Bull sitting on the porch sometimes don't have nothing. So even in that movement, the Black Lives, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, if you show any support for police officers, you're not with us. Seriously? I can't support police officers, and my brother used to be one, and I have church family that are that are police officers. I can't support. I can't not want to see police officers get hurt, and still support the Black Lives Matter movement. There are bad cops out there, black and white, Hispanic, whatever. There are some bad cops out there, and there are a lot of good cops out there. And the good cops shouldn't – we shouldn't be celebrating good cops dying because there's some bad cops. But if you show some support for a police officer, now you're racist. You don't agree with me, so, you know, we can't be friends. Elementary school stuff. It's elementary school stuff. I mean, really, how do we get here? How do we get here? How do we get to the point where you just, you can't be different, you can't have a different opinion, and even if you're, even if you're different from the minority opinion, the minority is now gets so vocal that you become a pariah. Do you hate gay people? No. Do you agree with gay marriage? No. You bastard. Like you're you're hateful. I'm not. I just don't agree. At this time, you know, people's people's opinions and people's feelings evolve over time if they if they are truly you know, they try to educate themselves and they try to learn. Over time, people's views on things change. But we don't want that to happen. We want, we want at this point, we want to be able to say to somebody, this is what I think and this is what I believe, and they're supposed to say, I agree with you. And if they don't, then they're bad people. We're so soft in this country. You can't disagree with me. You're going to hurt my feelings. And that's really what it comes down to. We done raised a bunch of, and I know I'm going to get some backlash for this, but we raised a bunch of sissies. And I don't care if you're gay, straight, or whatever. We raised a bunch of sissies who can't hear the word no or can't hear that someone does not agree with them. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be right. Everybody wants to be picked for the team. Everybody wants to win an award. Everybody wants their thing to be okay. Like me. No. Because the reality is everybody's not going to like you, sometimes for no reason at all, except that they woke up that morning, saw you, and decided they don't like you, and they don't know a damn thing about you. So for all the movements, Black Lives Matter, gay marriage, Tea Party, Republican, Democrat, whatever movements we got out there, Sometimes you got to realize that you you honestly are hurting yourselves, your movement, by being, by doing what you're doing, by making other people feel like they, you know, like they, they're a pariah because they disagree with you 
And again, without hating you, I can disagree with you. One of the greatest westerns of all time, one of my favorites is Pale Rider. Somebody else will jump all over me. It's too new. It's too modern. Only the good westerns were made in the 50s and the 60s. Okay, but that don't mean that, don't mean that I, I don't ever want you to watch your movies again. That's all my time, people. Um, good to be back. And hopefully we'll be able to do it again soon. The yard is closed. Please shut my gate on the way out.